Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, not a whole lot of news to talk about, but we are going to be taking some community questions from the Twitch chat regarding State of the Realm or my my own and Sly's opinion on various subjects. Just what we got to do to fill in the time while we're waiting for patch 5.1, but there will be something new for you to do waiting for patch 5.1, and we'll talk about that today. Anyway, I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Popo. I'm, of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. You my boy, Blue. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm uh, I'm getting ready for TwitchCon this coming week. I know you are as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got you know all the flight stuff taken care of. I just you know did laundry. You know, I got all the all the fun stuff that comes before travel. Doing that today. Yeah, yeah laundry's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow's tomorrow's uh, haircut and get everything else I need toiletry wise and. You know, it's funny about that. I was going to get a haircut set for tomorrow, but uh, real life conundrum. Um, our AC unit's been out in the middle of a heat wave the last few days in our apartment, and the repairman's coming tomorrow, and I have no idea when. So what I'm actually going to do is, since, Sandy, since San Diego is where I used to live, I, I'm going to go to my old haircut place, which is walk-in only, no appointment, so I know I can get it done. I get a beard trim and a haircut in San Diego after I land. Good shit. What kind of HVAC place doesn't give you a window? What a window! Oh, yeah, because the building took care of it. The building manager took care of it, so I have no idea when what the appointment time is. But they also gave me a portable AC to cover me while I'm while I'm away while uh, while I'm waiting for them to come fix it. So that's good news. That's good news. But that's that's real life stuff. This is a Final Fantasy fourteen podcast, and I'm I'm going to be completely honest with everyone. We really didn't have much of a show prepared for today. Luckily, one bit of news came out um, because we've we've talked about so many things over the last few months. You know, we have even though we haven't done specific shows like Mog Talk does, great podcast um, about specific roles or specific jobs. We have talked about them in great length across the various shows that we've had over several live letters and you know other shows in between um you know we've talked about the raids we've talked about the story we've done our air zivias but something we haven't done since about i think 20 or 30 shows is and literally do a show where we actually just take questions from the community a little bit and expand on some thoughts for whatever it is they actually want to know about instead of just having a show about one specific thing before we do that sly like i said we do have one piece of news to talk about small piece Okay. We, you and I have been so buried in other things waiting for 5.1 that and I think it almost slipped past both of us. And uh, Until today, yeah. Well, it, it got uh, announced today. Um, they're actually bringing back the uh, Tombstone of the Irregular Tombstone of Mythology Moogle event. The one that they did leading into Shadowbringers. Yeah. And... Uh, They've made some changes. They've made some adjustments to the way that's going to work. I'm sure you haven't seen the event details because I know you're knee deep. For every for every knee that's deep in an Iceborne for you, it's a knee that's deep in Borderlands 3 for me right now. So pretty uh, much real quick. Uh, it's going to be taking place from Monday, September 30th at 1 a.m. Pacific Standard Time until the launch of 5.1. And it's the same general idea. You're going to be rewarded for completing certain content with irregular tombstones of mythology, and then you can spend those on a number of rewards, most of them old rewards from content that you may have difficulty finding people for nowadays. 
Now, the first time we came around, what were what were your opinions on this the first time it came around? Because it was like one tombstone for like those dungeons. I think it was two mm-hmm. for Praetorium and and whatever. Oh no, it was two for the twenty four mans and three for Praetorium and, and Castrum. I think I don't remember. I should pull up the yeah. Episode. We we talked about this when um when it first came around, and it it's like my opinion is the same. It rewards you for doing stuff you normally don't want to do. I love doing Thousand Maws of Total Rock Sly. What are you talking about? Really? Really? I mean, now with that, you can, if you do a speed run, I can get that yeah. shit done in nine minutes, dude. <laughs> I mean, unsync, yeah. Uh-huh. No, I can do that with, with, I can do that shit synced with four people. Two dancers, a tank, and a healer, and you're done in nine minutes. Fuck that noise. Well, yeah, again, it just rewards you for stuff that you don't really feel like doing but you know people are running anyway um did they add anything new so yes actually it's it's undergone quite some changes since the last time that uh, we talked about it the amount of tombstones of mythology that you get per piece of content and the content that it encompasses has been pretty widely changed um so first of all the cheapest uh option in regards to obtaining the mythology tombstones this time around are all of the stuff from last time. Stone Vigil, Sunken Temple, Thousand Maws, Copper Bell, Tamtara, World of Darkness, Labyrinth, and Circus. All of those are worth three. Whereas it used to be like Total Rock and Tamtara, like the dungeons were worth one, and then the 24 mans were worth another amount. And then you had Praetorium and Castrum. Now that's the least amount you can get is three. You get five for doing PvP. That includes all of them, Secure, Seize, Shatter, and Hidden Gorge. Now, what's interesting is Astrologos is not specifically mentioned here. Uh, Actually, well, it says Hidden Gorge. Yeah, Hidden Gorge. That's the, I I think it means to say uh, Rival Wings, because Hidden Gorge is just the one with the train. Yeah. Oh, that's right. After they introduced Hidden Gorge, they haven't put Astrologos back, have they? They replaced it, I think. It's, dude, I don't PvP enough, but I'm, I remember when they first changed yeah, it, the Rivals Wing Q, it changed from Astralagos to Hidden Gorge. I don't, and that might be why it doesn't show up there, because I, I, I haven't paid enough attention to that. But dude, five, five of these tombstones for PvP, with the Garo event coming to an end in, you know, the next month or so, that's a pretty good time to hop on the PvP. Yeah, kill two birds with one stone. Exactly. Yeah, uh, for anyone who doesn't remember, that's another thing coming to an end in 5.1, the Garo event, which was honestly an event, and I put in quotes, that we kind of just always took for granted and thought it would be there forever, because it just hung around without an end date for ages and ages. I didn't, like, I knew it was, a like, even in the beginning, I knew it was going to go away at some point, I just knocked it out early. I wonder uh, why 5.1, though? Like, why now, after all this time, like, what gives the urgency of doing that? to make space for another event that's, that's probably going exactly to... what i was thinking so, so what what other like what are we getting the apex legends event what's going on <laughs> okay <laughs> what's going on what's what's going to be what's what event are they going to replace garo with what's what's going to happen was that really the first thing you said i mean i could have gone fortnite but i decided i literally stopped myself from saying fortnite <sighs> to say apex legends no, I just, I don't know. Um, it had to be something from Japanese media or, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. It's we get let's let's go uh, let's go back into like my early college days when Fez first came out. Square Enix published that <laughs> Fantasy Earth Zero. That was a PvP only game, man. 128 people won that. Sounds exactly like our PvP. Well, except we have half that, but you know, still, it's a lot of people. Uh, but yeah, five times of a time, people are already talking about like flooding PvP queues because that's probably going to be one of the best ways to actually earn. The tombstones of mythology, especially when you hear what the seven and ten options are. Right. You know what the seven and ten options are? I take a wild guess. What do you think's worth seven and what do you think's worth ten? Some kind of normal raid. No. Mm-mm. There's something very obvious I haven't I haven't mentioned yet in regards to the rewards that should be a clear flag. Seven is Castrum and ten is Praetorium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they yeah. So, they kept that bullshit. Mm. Yeah. But I keep in mind, remember that the last time the event is around, the highest reward was three. That is now the lowest reward you could possibly get. We need them total mm. rock all blue mage like four minute speed runs like we had the last time around. So, you did say that Feast was in the five-point category, correct? It was not. It was Seize, Secure, Shatter, and Hidden Gorge. Seize, Secure, Shatter, here. What are we thinking? I mean, I have a, regardless of which one you get, as, as long as the match, what's the clock like in PvP? Is the clock 15 minutes? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, I'm trying to think of the time, time efficiency here, so... PV like two rounds of PvP versus like 30 minutes of Castrum or Praetorium. Like 10 points in like maybe what 20 minutes versus seven points for 30 minutes. I mean, cash a 30-minute Castrum is still it's it's doable, but a lot of the times it's a bit optimistic. Right. So yeah, I honestly think you're right. The way to go would be PvP. I think it's probably going to be the case. A lot of PvP matches do go the whole, and as chat saying, 20 minutes. So it, it gets a little bit closer. Castrum starts to kind of maybe, you know, t take it over. But what? What'd you just think of? People sacking PvP for points. I do. Don't be surprised. With the amount of things we've seen people do in PvP to try and farm, do not even <laughs> remotely be surprised if that ends up being a yeah. Yep. It's unfortunate to That's say, but it's like it, we've we've been through our ups and downs in so many of the maps, whether it be EXP free chicken bots, as you call them, EXP bots, or in this case, it could be more. Just more free chicken. That's it. It's just people trying to get their free chicken and moving on. So I 100% I agree with you that there's a, a very high probability something along those lines ends up happening with the PvP. And... Uh, that doesn't end up changing. Now, what's interesting is that the irregular Tombstones of Mythology can only be obtained during the event period. That's great. Item exchanges will be available until the release of 5.2. Now, that tells me two things, unless that's a typo. One, that means they are not planning another one before 5.2, because otherwise they wouldn't put an end date specifically on the when you can no longer exchange for these items. Uh, two, it tells me it'll probably be another one before 5.3. And that this at this point, we can expect this to pop up during 
content lulls. Pretty much yeah. every time there's there's any remote remnant and of a content. stuff will get added, of course. And that's actually an interesting thing because uh, they did change the rewards. They added some new stuff and a lot of the old stuff actually came back. Now, I don't remember the exact old list, but there's one clear thing on here. There's two clear things on here, actually, that people are looking at and going, I need that. The first and probably most important one is the Falcon Ignition Key, the mount that was only available via the Stormblood Falcon campaign that they did back at launch. That's right. And I got cheated out of mine. You sure did. That was the wasn't that the Amazon? Spend $30 on Amazon one? Yep. No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't that the login campaign? You know what? Actually, I think you're right. That was the login campaign. Falcon Mount Final Fantasy 14. Let me get that. I remember, yeah, celebrate the Stormblood launch with the Falcon Mount from Saturday, July 1st, 2017 to September 30th, 2017. Meet each of the following conditions. Purchase and register a copy of Stormblood and subscribe for at least 90 days. Right. It has not been available since that campaign over two years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're finally bringing it back and putting it in here. And I'm quite frankly glad to see that now we have another venue for campaign items that don't just go right into the cash shop. I really thought that that's where that mount would end up. I agree. And yeah, this this is a good avenue for stuff that, you know, people have missed through, you know, uh, veteran rewards or well, not veteran rewards. That's I mean, they, uh, I mean, if there's the veteran rewards, obviously went to achievement points, but. This is another system. Here's the thing, though. You mentioned you're now that you've mentioned achievement points. I can't help but re- remember that we have the achievement tokens in the game that still, in my opinion, are vastly underutilized. You're thinking of the S rank um, achievement. I'm thinking of a lot of achievements. No, I'm talking about the achievement tokens. You know, like you can you get tokens from the achievements mm-hmm. and you go spend them at the NPC. That's where you get the Magitek hand. Um, yeah. Vastly underutilized. Yeah. So it's making me realize, like, you know, as great as this campaign is, it's like. I'm, I'm never going to run out of achievement tokens, am I? What was the mount? What was the mount for like a thousand S ranks or something that you were talking about? It oh, I, I'm actually, I'm actually getting fairly close to that one. So there's, there's two mounts you're referring to, and this will never appear in this stuff ever. <laughs> no, it will never, ever, ever, because there's a big difference between a mount that is difficult to obtain because it's a lot of grinding or difficult to obtain because nobody does it anymore, which is what a lot of these rewards are actually focused around. Um, The Centurio Tiger that you're referring to is 3,000 A ranks and 2,000 S ranks. Then in Shadowbringers, we have the Triceratops, which is 2,000 Shadowbringers A ranks and 1,000 Shadowbringers S ranks specifically. But Shadowbringers S ranks and A ranks count for the Centurio Tiger at the same time. So, kill two birds with one stone a little bit when working on that one. Yeah. Uh, those will never be in this system, ever. Because they're all A ranks and S ranks. Every expansion they add, every hunt they add, will count towards those old achievements. It's not like you have to go back to the old hunts, which can be a pain in the ass. That's what Blue Mage is for. Blue Mage is for allied seals. Because they're, they realize it's a fucking impossible to get anyone to coordinate on, you know, a Realm Reborn A ranks anymore. <laughs> And S ranks literally disappear that quickly, the Realm Reborn ones. So that shit ain't gonna happen. But yeah, so now you can get it, Sly. You just gotta do like 10 PvP matches or like five Praetoriums or like, uh, what is it, like 15? Like, like, like 17 Total Rocks? You can just do yeah, 17 take, Total Rocks, Sly. I'll take the PvP. Thanks. Okay, if you, if you insist. 
But, I mean, you might need an extra 100 for this other reward. It is a Mamashiba earring. It is the dog what? on an earring. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. It's, it's, the, it's the Mamashiba as an earring. Is there any other reward? <laughs> like that, I mean, there's a lot of other rewards, but this is like this is this is the the clear superior choice in reward. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Aloha doesn't think so. Aloha yeah. doesn't like dogs. Of course he doesn't fucking care. This asshole right here. He's gotta wait. It's gonna be two hours before you eat dinner and you're gonna be a pain in the ass the whole way. I already know it. Um, yeah, there's other rewards here, Sly. There's the round lantern and Sophic lantern whistle. Those are those are Thornton and Sophia mounts. We have the answers orchestrion roll, Twilight over Thandalin on Windy Meadows, Whispers of the Land. All of which I think those three came from old maps. I think those came from Aquapolis. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. The yeah, behemoth all. items are all here. The uh, thundercloud, the behemoth helm, the pixie earrings. Uh, you have all the riding maps, which are returning from last time. You have the a Realm Reborn Beast Drive mounts, the Drake, the Go the Gubu, the Alps, and the Bomb. You have some of the old uh you have the Direwolf whistle, the Gofoxy whistle, the Markup whistle. You've got wind up Scothic, wind up X Death, some triple triad cards, an MGP platinum card, which is fifty thousand MGP for thirty. So if you wanted to get MGP but wanted to go nowhere near the gold saucer for some reason, <laughs> you could do three Praetoriums and you get fifty thousand. Perfect. Um, the for birdie gibbet orchestrion roll had a hard time with that one. Then, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that face says a lot. Peace of mind orchestrion roll, a crag heart, a demi material of crags. But the other more exciting one, a, a new item, the magic prism of job mastery times 10. So, magic prisms are the fireworks. Job Master in Final Fantasy V is the three stars that pop up over your head when you've mastered a job. That as a, as a firework. Those are one apiece. Why? Why wouldn't you want that, Sly? Okay, but why, though? Why not? Why wouldn't you want the Job Mastery? The Job Mastery fireworks. I mean, I guess that's true for every five, for every ten fireworks you get, that's gonna set you back from getting the the earrings. You know, that's funny. Those are the job master things from Final Fantasy V, which is why the picture they use is with it on Blue Mage. Poor poor choice of poor choice of image, in my opinion. And uh, but I see them for Final Fantasy XI because job mastery in eleven uses the same triple stars. <laughs> and I have played Final Fantasy XI more recently than Final Fantasy V at this point. So. Uh, but yeah, this event's going to be returning at the end of the month, Sly. So get get on your Falcon Mount, get on those earrings. You'll, you can do that in Near Automata before 5.1 comes out. If anything, just the mount. I'm, I'm good with just that. It's fine. Uh, Y'all have plenty of time to get the earring, too. No. No, I, <laughs> no, no, I won't. <laughs> I, I, there's no way I'll have enough time. Yeah, you're right. I guess near Automata, you gotta you gotta do the endings, you gotta do all the endings and whatnot. Okay, uh, you know how many monsters Sly could be hunting? Yeah, 
It's gonna be—he's playing near. He's not even gonna be hunting. Come on now. I mean oh. Rajang, yeah, you uh, have Rajang in October. Yeah. October tenth. There you go. Yeah, you have a little bit of Rajang in uh, in a few weeks, so you'll be good with that. But that was really the only piece of news that happened in the last week. I saw Reddit post about discussion topics, but that was it. I couldn't find a single shred of anything. Nothing. And we're not going to talk about the the tales from the Shadowbringer, the tales from the shadows, right now, because if we do any sort of lore talk without Ethis. He's going to kill us. Or he's going to, he's like, oh, you mother, oh, so, oh, I see you guys, you guys talk about low when I'm not there. I guess he means you're really prepared for the next day of Zivia, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. That's a pretty decent ethics impression. No, it's not. It's the most generic impression. Seven out his, of ten. His voice okay. is like, you got to go deep. Guy. All right, Mike. Mike, listen. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta really, you gotta, you gotta throw in a bit of I don't give a fuck in there. You know, like I can't, I can't be asked to, to express myself in there. All right. I see. Yeah, Chat says I sound like at this before puberty. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. But yeah, with that, that was like the only thing. Like, there was a high probability we didn't do a show this week. But because we're going to TwitchCon, I was like, you know what? We kind of had to do a show. We should probably just do like a 45 minute. Because you know what's going to happen. Some shit's going to come out Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Like some like article or something that's like late from like PAX West or Tokyo Game Show. And we're going to be like, all right, fuck it. That's exactly what's going to happen. Doing, we're not doing a show while we're there, even though we're both there. We're not doing a show while we're there. No, hell no, dude. I can't get Sly away from the booze at those kind of things. It's not really like at Vegas. TwitchCon, you'll probably be all right. But there's actually not a lot of like great drinking places unless you like cross the street, and, like walk down a few blocks. And see, last year, it wasn't even, I mean, there was a hell of a lot. I didn't of go last year, but last year wasn't. Yeah. Last year was, where was last year's? Uh, 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 last year was San Francisco, wasn't it? No, it I was, don't know. Uh, I didn't go. <laughs> it wasn't Long Beach. It was fuck. I'm for, you know, I think it was Long Beach. one. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was. I don't know. I think I think it required a flight. That's all I remember. San Jose, San Jose. Oh, there you yeah. go, San Jose. Yeah, I knew there was a San in there. Yeah, I just you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jose. I was thinking of France. I fuck it, English. I don't care. I don't know what just, I don't know what I attempted. What? I tried to combine Jose and Francisco and I got like Francan, Jose, San Fran. Fran Jose. Yeah, there you go. I don't know what the fuck just came out of my mouth. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be attending, we're going to be attending that, both of us, as we said at the start of the show. So if you see us anywhere, say hi. Use your words. We don't bite hard. Hard? What? <laughs> Sly, I'm staying away from you now. You got jaws like a motherfucker. You nibble. There you go. Uh, but yeah, other than that, we don't really have much planned for the show. So I kind of wanted to take the opportunity to just lay back. But, you know, over the last couple of weeks, um, we've been talking about these other games we've been playing, which is not exactly a great topic for Final Fantasy. But no. we, just, we bring them up very often. And something that actually there. did happen on I was on Mog Talk a couple weeks ago. Talk about WoW Classic. Mm -hmm. A little bit like will it impact final fantasy <laughs> wow the eye roll was fucking strong there whoa whoa <laughs> 
That was intense. You took like a whole like eight seconds to get your eye from one side to the other side. You were like. Well, if this is going to be the topic, I'm just. No, 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 no. It's not going to be a wild classic. I was just using it as a precursor. Sure. Yeah. Are you sure? Because I was going to hop on Azure Lane and try to get some more boat waifus. No, I was just going to use that to segue into talking about like because obviously we're playing these other games while you wait for 5.1 but the question always becomes what is 14 not doing that we're playing it not stop that's where it was going not can wow should we be doing wow classic shit it's it's not that it's not doing anything i mean people are going to always have the urge to play something else i mean yes 14 is love. 14 is life. But as gamers, there are a lot of other games we love. And there's only one of us. We, we can't split into two and go off and play both games at the same time. So we obviously make time for both. So it's not simply like what is 14 doing wrong? Um, or just not, not doing. Yeah, it's not even, you know, it has nothing to do with retention. We always end up coming back to the game regardless, no matter what. We, you, you're, I'm on Iceborne, you're on Borderlands. I'm still going to probably be on Iceborne like indefinitely because they're just rolling out content. Uh, by the time you finish Borderlands, you're going to be hitting 14 and then maybe another game will come out. Yeah, Invisible October 8th, Skullgirls RPG Studio Trigger did the opening, sa- uh, opening animation for it. Mm. Code Vein. Uh, what else? Uh, fuck. There's something else in October. Jesus Christ. I had to play near. Um, and then fucking November gets here. Death Stranding and all, all the right. others. I'm not, I don't care about that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> their controller looks like their game mechanics. It's piss. Those <laughs> <laughs> don't stay in the play today. I feel, I have a, I have a feeling that you had to reach really far for that. No, one. their control. Everyone's calling the controller for the, it's a piss controller. It. I've seen it. it. It's piss yellow it's, with the baby inside. Yeah, and he literally the last gameplay trailer got, he was pissing. It was a game mechanic. Terrible. Fucking terrible. I didn't make the game. Don't blame me. Alright. Yeah, there's Dragon Quest Eleven S, which I'm not buying because I don't want to pl- I, I don't want to. I want them to just update the one I already own. I don't want to buy a new one on an inferior machine. Sorry, Switch. Even if you have a 2D mode, I really don't care at this point. And and an actual soundtrack at this point. It doesn't... It's not doing it for me. I'm not buying it on Switch. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway. So anyway. Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying I get that question all the time. That was like the first community question I kind of wanted to hit because no one has to ask us specifically. But the number of times we get asked in a given day or week. And when are you doing 14 today? When's 14? And I'm just like, yo, man, I'm just chilling God. right now, dude. I'm just, I'll, I'll see you in 5.1, hey. man. Hey, did you quit 14? Did you quit? Yeah, dude, I get that one day. Dude, I could play it the same day and then an hour later switch to something else. And then it'll be just like, did you stop playing? No, I didn't. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure did. Going to do Mythic Plus in uh wow. Yeah, that's Mythic what I'm doing. Plus, yeah. That's in fucking retail. Nobody 
gives a shit. <laughs> no, that was my response before fucking classic came out. Oh, okay. Well, now you have to say classic. You got to change it. You got you got to be like, dude, I'm I'm ga- I'm ganking scrubs in Stranglethorn Vale. That's what you have to say now. I'm camping. I'm camping the rebel camp in Stranglethorn Vale. Do any of just, those words have any meaning to you? I just hear Greek. All right. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah. Euros. Okay. All right. Perfect. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> God damn it. Slide. And with that, uh, I do want to open up the opportunity for people who are live here in the Twitch chat. If you have questions about Sly and I's preference in regard to something with Final Fantasy 14, as it is a 14 show, I'd like the questions to remain on topic. Thoughts of things to come. Uh, if it's something spoiler related, I it, fuck it. It's Ask me about Monster Hunter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sly, come on. Sly, I will say this though. I have a question. I have a I have a question for you. People are still mulling over the idea of a monster, another Monster Hunter collaboration for fourteen. We were talking about that shit last night in Monster Hunter. I'm so glad you, you brought that. You want Rajang? Is that who you <laughs> in fourteen? You want the giant monkey? I don't want him in World. Why the fuck do you think I want him in 14? Hell no. 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 Just no. Tracy Morgan, no. 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 I refuse. No. 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 There you go. Yeah, I get that. Oh, man. So, yeah, but you have to have another want. (sighs) It, It would have to be a flagship monster. Because, you know, Rathalos was a early kind of flagship monster. It's kind of the flagship for the whole franchise, in my opinion. Pretty much. Pretty much. So if you want to go outside, there could be a few possibilities. The rule you kind of have to go by, though, is, you know, Rathalos is, even though we, like, on a daily basis in 14, we fight huge stuff all the time. But when you get down to it when you try to put a monster like i don't know fucking nergi in with his moveset and yes some monsters won't work nergi wouldn't work it'd be nice wouldn't work um something like a plesioth would be too basic bitch and fucking hip checks are awful i fucking hate plesioth you also have to keep in mind that because the collaboration would probably be with world you'd probably have to stick with ones with it wouldn't just be monster hunter they'd probably stick with and then more importantly they probably want to go iceborne because it's more recent which just means well well, fuck you're not doing the (laughs) raja i'm telling you man Velcana would be nice but people can't fucking dodge that shit in world. What makes you think people can dodge that shit in fucking 14? Clearly it needs to be Zora Magdros. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. What would, what would be the mechanic though? Would we be on the top mechanic of would be to unsubscribe? <laughs> because you don't want to do it. That's oh, it. Uh, shit. Yo, actually, you know what? Somebody brings up Cold Taroth as a 24 man. <laughs> there you go. Cold they, Taroth. They said Zora, but I saw 24 man and immediately thought Cold Taroth. Cold Taroth would be the definition of Steps of Faith. You would do as, mu- as much damage that. as you can. Stop. That's Zora. To me, Zora Magdaros would be Steps of, steps of Faith. Mm, well, the first part of Cold is Steps of Faith, and then 
Cove gets down to the arenas and that's it. So it would just be a steps of faith march and then get to an actual arena. But that's not a bad idea. Uh, don't fucking put Kieran in. No. Oh, just, that's a great yeah. off. No, that's a great off. Oh, no, no. How come, <laughs> dude? For, I, I, okay, figure out an answer because there's people asking questions. It's supposed, they're supposed to be their time. Come up with an answer because every monster I say, you say no. Why did stop saying no? I'm trying to find something you like. Okay, Jojo, sure. Devil? Jojo, yeah. Is that yeah. Iceborne new or is that Devil? Devil, yeah. Yeah, Devil Joe. Okay, yeah, just Devil Joe. The pickle. No, it has to be Savage. Yeah. Yeah, it does. No, no, Savage <laughs> Devil Joe can. Mm-mm. No, you do know there is a Savage Devil. No, I know. Okay, I'm aware. I'm aware of the naming conventions. All right. All right, so I'm getting, actually, we've gotten a couple people that have asked about favorite healers. You actually leveled the healers before you kind of went on the September tirade of uh, mm-hmm. of just too many fucking games. But And I've seen your Twitter just, I don't even know which day any of the games are from when I look at your Twitter. Because it's like, it's just like a wall of games and then Monster Hunter almost every day <laughs> when you're done with those. So, uh, you leveled them all. Now, I actually have had the pleasure of leveling some of the other healers, including Astra right now. So I actually have a very recent opinion on at least leveling the other healers so far. So it's Sly, I want to I let you go first on that one. How are you feeling about the healers at the current moment? So current moment um, in terms of, you know, um, utility and everything. Uh, Astra seems pretty strong, in my opinion. I mean... Overall, White Mage is always going to be strong. Like, I'm like, White Mage was my first healer that I leveled, I think. And it's kind of been my first love. But at the same time, it's like when I, when I, when you say strong, you mean like the one you like the most? Yeah, yeah, strong, strong isn't what I like the most. And strong isn't just outright heals. Like, it's a pretty strong. God, Astro's heal is not great. (laughs) That thing, I think they need Jesus on that note. They need Jesus. Well, Nocturnal needs Jesus. At the very least. In terms of utility, see, it's when I make a party. Oh, not this again, I'm, Sly. When I make a party, I'm kind of thinking about locking out fucking, fucking white mage, but I'm like, it's so strong in terms of heals, but at the same time, I, I like... You just I want the fucking card. We've been over this like three times in the past month. You just want everyone yeah, yeah. to give you cards and fucking everything. You're greedy. You're greedy. He's so greedy. <laughs> okay, and yeah, yeah, you got me there. You got me there. <laughs> For me, I think I have a hard time like not wanting White Mage Scholar whenever I I do things right now. White Mage is the really? the, the ease of play is re- is 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 pretty forgiving on both of them. White Mage personal DPS really high. Scholar personal DPS good, and their their healing is just ridiculous. I having just recently leveled it though. I'm having more fun with Astro than people were leading me to believe I was going to have. Um, mm-hmm. I actually find myself enjoying being super busy on Astro compared to what I'm used to on White Mage, where it's like, man, this glare is sure great. <laughs> <laughs> I sure I sure do love glare. <laughs> I think it's I think I play so much white mage and it's so easy that when I'm on Astro I'm like I'm so stimulated. I don't even know what I'm doing. I but it's okay, that card, that part, that part, that person, that card, that person. Oh shit, I just I keep fucking pressing buttons. Yeah. 
That's Astro. Just press all the buttons. Just just smash your hands on the fucking keyboard. Dude, just something. pot of greed. Just over and over again. Just, <laughs> just over. It's just, I can't get enough. I actually have a lot of fucking fun playing Astro. And I'm just as frustrated when I don't draw the right card as I was pre-card changes. Because <laughs> I'm like, because now I look at the DPS of the party members and I wish for a specific card. <laughs> Like, if the melee DPS is killing it, I don't want to see a bowl for the range. I want to see that balance, son. I want to see that arrow. I want to see, what's the last one? That spear. And then I get, like, six spires in a row. I'm like, fuck it, just take it, Red Mage. I don't, fuck it. I just don't care. Just take it. It's not what I wanted. In fact, I'll take it. Fuck it. I don't just, I'll, I'll, I'll cast DPS. I don't, I don't even need to anymore. <sighs> What what's that F Sly 07 for old car what? What's that Sly? What are you typing in the stream? Oh, you did you screwed up your own emote? <laughs> Come on now. Uh Sly, I know you're a fan of the old cards. I know you're on the side of the old card Astrolotions. They'll they'll always have you as a as a Stark supporter. <laughs> hey Sly, if it makes you feel any better, I'm mostly doing that during the 24 mans and leveling roulette. Because otherwise I got my trusts. Who I use a lot because whenever a hunt train starts, I'm like, ha, see ya! I'm out of that dungeon ASAP. But I had a lot of fun leveling Astro. So I uh they said they're buffing nocturnal heals in the next patch, which um, chat's already providing feedback saying Nocturnal, like trying to go White Mage Astro is not great because Nocturnal doesn't perform as well. So it's good to hear that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just have a lot of fun playing Astro. White Mage, I just like Holy and and like Glare. But Astro, I'm like, I have to use my brain. Okay. Bet. So they has a really good question. If Ethis is nostalgic for King Florine, I'm nostalgic for old Astro cards. What are you nostalgic for? What are you like old man happy back in reading? Two things, and they're going to be on a job you may not expect. Okay. I miss Flaming Arrow and Wide Volley on Bard. <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? I would trade fucking what we have now for wide volley any day i hate conal aoe's so much i would and it's when wide volley was a great animation and it was a, a better ability <laughs> and flaming arrow actually the main reason why that comes to mind because the answer is really just wide volley but flaming arrow cracks me up because during the you weren't there you weren't playing 14 yet but during the first however many months everyone thought flaming arrow was a boss using an ability so tanks kept moving fucking bosses and enemies out of them <laughs> were you fucking with people with, with flaming no arrow? i was putting my flaming arrow down under the eight mobs that was pulling they're like oh no <laughs> oh i gotta i gotta get out of that i've never I seen that, get out of that before so yeah, that's yeah. Quick knock, I would I would trade quick knock for. I hate quick knock. I don't like the animation. Sucks. The ability sucks. It's it's good now, like as a reset for your AOE. But like, fuck that. I want I want wide volley. Okay. 
I, I straight up enjoy Bard in dungeons 20% less because I don't have wide volley. <laughs> so I'll take I I take it. Because on on Dancer, I don't have any fucking conal AoEs and it's great. Fucking hate conal AoEs so much. So that's my answer for anyone who may have been wondering. And it seems like a lot of people fucking agreed with me. So you are all people of fine tastes. You are people, you are cultured individuals. People of culture. You are yeah. people of culture to, to truly, truly feel that way. Yeah, I'll give Machinist Granado shot back too. Fuck Conal AoEs. I hate them. I'm down. I'm down. Get rid of all Conal AoEs. Overpower? Fuck it. Make it a circle. I don't care. Or just get rid of it and make their second part of the combo for a Mithril Tempest. Just make it Mithril Tempest and like something else that's a circle. Bring you know what? Make Mithril Tempest the level eight like AOE for Warrior, and then make the original Steel Cyclone animation their second part of the AOE, and then just you know fuck it. Because if I don't get the, I just want it back. All right. You can tell I'm pretty passionate about circles, which is why I like Final Fantasy XIV yeah. so much. Although all of our arenas this raid tier were squares or rectangles. Yeah. Rectangles, yeah. No circles this Savage raid tier. Crazy. Oh, don't make fun of Mithril Tempest. It's a circle at least. <laughs> it's a circle at least. Ugh. <laughs> uh. All right, let's see. Here, we have another one. Uh, you guys brought up a few crossover events already, but what is one crossover event you would love to see added in the future? I know what my answer is. SMT! You fucking... I knew it was coming with the fucking dick chariots. I knew it. No! Fuck, it doesn't even have... I'm not asking for more, but just general SMT. Uh, Lucifer. He wants dick chariots. Oh, uh, Lucifer any of the angels, like any of the archangels, like anything like that, like, or just basic bitch demons. I don't care. The day one pixie. Sure. If you do an SMT event, you have to put pixie in because of ill Meg. Duh. But yeah, like, well, hmm. okay. Yes. Satan. Praise Satan. Somebody actually answered mine. Cause I actually don't like crossover events. I, I much prefer cause so the near one is kind of like a trial run for me because it's not a crossover. But it's not event. really a crossover. Yeah. 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 It's it's legitimately just a themed raid based on another Square Enix franchise. And it's 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 a collaboration of sorts, but it's not a collaboration in the sense that our 14 collaborations are normally these, these non-canon events, you know, mostly meant for giggles and laughs or to incorporate mm -hmm. elements of another game into our world. None of nothing that happens in any of them is canon though. Technically, canonically, Rathalos does not exist in Final Fantasy XIV's universe. Um, so, but, but, but what, Sly? Near, near is completely canon. Completely canon. So, mm -hmm. I guess the question is, what I'm thinking of. I don't want something near related. I don't. I, I as much as I, th I think they're going to be okay making it integrate really well into XIV's world. I'm more optimistic now than I was when they first announced it. I am not a fan of the idea. 
I would much rather for I, 14 kind of just stand on its own two feet at times. And I said this with Omega, like so, fan service sometimes in 14 goes too far. There are times where it's done really well and there are times when it's not. And we're unsure about near yet. We are high, high in hopes, but unsure. Right. So when I think crossover, I think something more like Rathalos, something that's not canon, not super important, doesn't affect the world, whatever. And for that, somebody answered it. Devil May Cry. That's my winner. That's easy because we already got another Capcom title in. Monster Hunter's done Devil May Cry stuff before. And uh, I love Devil May Cry. So I think somebody said it jokingly, but it was actually going to be my answer. Yeah, now then people, of course, look at things like Chrono Trigger. Like, they look at more classic Final Fantasy stuff, you know, Legends. Yeah, of they look, look more in the Square family, I think. And that's the, that's just, to me, that's a toss-up. Now, I'd like to follow that up with, do you think we'll get a 7 cross, a 7 remake cross? I don't think we will. You say no. It's going to come at the most, po- like, late possible time within the, within the Shadowbringers time frame of the uh, expansion. So it'll probably get here, maybe. If it doesn't happen in March, I just I don't see them doing the 15 route where it just comes years later down the line. I think it either happens in March or it doesn't happen. I don't think they do it for like part two, whatever the thing. I think it either happens in March or it doesn't happen. And that's I don't think it's going to happen. I would like to I was going to follow it up with something, but thank you. Then you you threw me off there big time. and also, you know, we, there's some other unknown titles. We're, I'm wondering how much they're going to use it to promote other upcoming titles. Because right now we know there are two unknown titles. One being made by Luminous Studios. And they say that, that it, it is, quote, supposed to be on the le- an, a new IP on the level of Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. That's a fucking bold statement to make. Very. <laughs> and so a collaboration of that could totally see it happening. But also, obviously, the third development division that Yoshida's in charge of has an unnamed title that we know nothing about as well, which several several people are suspecting maybe it's like a new Final Fantasy MMO or a new MMO altogether. Some people think it could be 16. I'm in that boat. So I think those two products might have collaborations, but if not those, I, I'm honestly, like, I'm fine never getting another collaboration. But to me, those make the, the most logical sense. I still think the... The unknown Yoshi P um, title is probably it probably has something to do with Agni's philosophy. I hope it I does. see. I really want a Final Fantasy game based on the world we saw in Agni's philosophy. But there was also that tech demo they did with the with the androids. Yeah, the androids and like uh, vampiric androids. It kind of felt a little bit vampiric. I want that too. I, I, I want that. Please and thank you. Yeah, Octopath Traveler is another one. <laughs> When they do the second game, I don't think they'll ever do an Octopath Traveler one. I would love to see um, my man Ulbrich in in Final Fantasy XIV. My blade is unbending. I would also just like an excuse to have any Octopath OST orchestrating roles in XIV. Yes. That would be just, or or, or a Soken version. Mm -hmm. As much as we don't need a Soken version, but I still like the idea of one. All right. So that was that was the answer to that question, the crossover question. Um, and then this one's kind of a story related one. So with 5.1 coming soon, I don't think I've heard your thoughts on this. Where do you think Shadowbringers will go? And I'm assuming they mean 
the story related beats and uh you know this is this almost makes me want to talk about tales from the shadows because we did actually get if you haven't read the fourth one at this point sly I would highly advise it because it's it, it's something we can kind of throw in Ephesus' face <laughs> because it involves the namesake of our boy Emmett Selk and uh, how Ephesus says it was it was pointless and meaningless and it was just for the sake of name dropping a popular Final Fantasy name and now we're like nah dog there was there was reason you just didn't know yet you shouldn't open your mouth. Ephes, all right. So it highly advised that, but it kind of gives us a little more insight into Asians, or that's at least specifically this one, and uh, as well as one other one that uh, I won't name. But it, trust me, it's well worth the read for the story. It's, it actually is the best of the four, and probably the best tales we've ever had. I don't. That's really no. It's that's not a even a bold <laughs> statement. I think it's easy. I think it's an easy statement. It's easily of all the like tales from the blank. It's easily the best one of all of them, including the Before four him. that were not posted on the website and were part of that book that they released. I hope we get the book in English. I hope so too. I've had people say the four that were there were also really good, but that the, this one just blows them out of the fucking water, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but where the story's going, dude. We're going to be done with Hydaelyn and Zodiac soon. That's just, For me, that's the craziest thing to think about. Yeah. We're like 80% done with that. We've got one, we've got one boy to go. And as far as we know, he's a, he's a bitch right now, as far as I'm concerned. It feels weird closing that story out and then having just everything left over. Like, what is there, what, what is there left over after? We close out Highland Zodiac Elidibus. And- well, so we're obviously going to be getting into spoiler territory here. So if anyone has not watched spoiler cast or hasn't done Shadowbringers or whatever your reason, you know, we've already kind of brought up a few points. You probably figured there was going to be a little bit of spoilers when we took a story related question. But just a fair warning right now. Um, I think a big thing that's being set up for is not just the Highland Zodiac stuff. Um, clearly, there was something else going on with what we learned in 5.0. Um, as I called them during Air City, the rumblings um, and the source of those. There's clearly something bigger at play. We now know there are other stars and other, I guess, almost galactic threats in the form of the dragon, the, what was the dragon star, as well as wherever Omega came from. Are we pulling a Borderlands 3 and going to other, other No, stars? I don't think that ever happens. But I think the I think okay. that looking at Zodiac and Heidelin and seeing that chapter close and not thinking there couldn't be something else that is, you know, a game changer. I think, I think it's hard to, to imagine what it would be, but I think they've opened enough doors at this point where introducing something is not out of the realm of possibility. Hmm. And I think that's where we're, I think, I think the, the source of the rumblings that caused the sundering or that led to the events known as the sundering just, based on the domino effect that it created. I think there's gonna that's gonna be a major element that's gonna be explored more probably in 5.1 through 5.3, but also going into the expansion. Because that, that's what that's what the that's what the effect that that had on the Asians or on the ancients. But what the what would a similar effect have in a, like if that happened now on the source, would something else trigger? But see, you say that and I can't help but think of like other calamities going on on other shards, like or the possibility of other calamities on other shards that 
Well, the whole point is that calamities are caused by Asians. If we close out the Heidelin Zodiac plot point, then theoretically speaking, we don't. I mean, it's not like bad things won't happen, but there's nobody to rejoin anything if 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 True. we've resolved all of that. True, but these again, these are Asians, so you never know how many, you know, how many pots they have their their fingers in. So, who's to say that Elizabeth hasn't already started working on another shard? He fucking he's like, fucking got to be doing something because that guy's been a fucking worthless sack of shit for like four years. I don't right. know what he's been doing. He's just been he's just been like, ha, I am evil, <laughs> generic evil villain. Oh, good villain. They killed you. Ah, shit. I guess I must become a good villain now. I'll just do the same thing I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> He needs to do something, dude. Olivus needs to show us that you can cut loose, cause that motherfucker's lame. Alright. I, I hate to say he was really cool in 2.1 when we didn't know any better. And now we're like, dude, that guy's that guy sucks. He's he's a bitch. <laughs> he watch, we're gonna we're gonna come to regret that fucking statement. It's give, give it a give it a year from now. We might be regretting that. He's a bitch. I feel you know, some people thought the same about Emmett, and, and now He's like, he's like the numero uno, like most requested, like villain spot in like at all time. I was, uh... Yeah, dude, Elidibus is just going to post on the party finder looking for group warrior of darkness needs seven warriors of light. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's going to, dude, he's going to join. He's going to make that warrior of light fellowship in 5.1. They're introducing the feature so he can create a fellowship and, and look for some warriors of light. That's that's clearly what's going to happen canonically speaking. That's how they introduce fellowships in the first place. There's a lore reason. There always has to be. So that's where I think it's going. I don't know where you think it's going. Hmm. Well, beyond beyond the whole Highland Zodiac thing, we still have. Meanwhile, at the at the halls of justice, back on on the source. Like we still have everything that's going on, even though the uh, the eighth calamity has happened, quote unquote, and we're getting all these stories from the eighth calamity. Talking about like, in the future, we haven't seen. Yeah, in the future, we haven't seen alternate yeah. timelines. Like, I love timelines. Oh God, I don't. I'm not a big fan of I alternate do. timelines. I the, do. Here's the thing: alternate timelines, like they towed a very fine line, and it, and you're like, when you're on the line, you're like, all right, okay, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, and then you fall off, and that's it. It's downhill from there. Perhaps you haven't played enough Uchikoshi games, aka. Zero. I don't know what an Uchikoshi game is. Zero Escape. Any Zero Escape. Nine nine nine. Yeah. Timelines. Timelines are awesome. They're fun. I love it when timelines get introduced into into you know story. Yeah, so. So yeah. Solomon brings up. I played eleven. You don't know how fucked up timelines get until you've you've played eleven and under and understand how that game functions because that game's fucking weird. That game has like seven different timelines happening simultaneously between like all all forms of content. 
It's really weird. You because in eleven you find out you're part of a false timeline that is is not real, <laughs> and that all the other timelines eventually like led down a specific path and has like destroyed lives and so, and then like one piece of content takes place in this failed timeline and this one takes place in this failed timeline and then this and you're just like stop. There's too many. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of alternate timelines. And then the one timeline to rule them all at the end, like the proper timeline that you should take. I love that. Please. Please do that. I want that. He wants us to, he wants a fucking, he wants endgame. He legit wants a fucking endgame plot. In 14. Yep. Annihilation timeline. I want a timeline where everything completely goes to shit. And then we go to our proper you know, good triumphs over all timeline. Yeah, I want that. Fuck it. We're in the good timeline. I don't I don't need to see the bad timelines because what are we going to save? They're fucked. <laughs> like, it's we're going to go there and we're going to be like, well, this shit's fucked. Why did I show up? By you going down that timeline, you don't know it yet until you get to the end. And then you go to the good time. We're in the- yeah, 1.0. <laughs> Yeah, Bad you're right. You're right. Timeline. What? That is Bad the whole that, that's the annihilation timeline. Yep. That's a bad timeline. That timeline fucks with your UI and shit. That's a really bad timeline. <laughs> fucks with your UI. Oh my <laughs> Jesus. It is an interesting question because everyone keeps wondering where the fuck we'll go from 6.0 on. I'm thinking about 5.4 even, because that's when we usually start building up for the next expansion. We already know they've what? begun See, planning thing, 6.0 yeah, stuff. The thing is, 4.4 wasn't even that much of a buildup. It like Prelude to Violet was a pretty was it, it was weird because it it we shifted so far between 4.4, 4.5, and 5.0. It was like in other expansions, it's like, let's like, let's use heaven's word. This is the end. This is 3.0. Like, let's just say this is the point of 3.0. And then like, this is, this is us traveling towards the finale. It's a straight line. 3.1, 3.2, 3.3. Then 3.4 comes around and you can already see, okay, we're starting to talk about Alamigo and Garlemald. So, you know, we're going clearly there. Oh, and then this event takes place and that causes an immediate conflict. And now we're, you know, more directly dealing with the Garleans or like, it makes perfect sense. And then you get like Stormblood and you get, you know, 3.1. You're just like, it's kind of like this for 3.1, 3.2, and 3.3 because it doesn't know where the fuck it wants to go. But then we get to 3.4 and it's like, oh, cool. Garleans are going to be a threat. All right. I think I can see what's going on here. And what the fuck? And then it just goes off. (laughs) Like it just, it it, it just completely went off the rails compared to where we thought it was going. That's how I feel, at least. It not it ended fine. It ended great, but it was completely off the rails from where they made us believe we were going. All right. It's just just intense. It was intense. <laughs> oh man, it ended pretty good. It ended pretty great. I think I'll say, "Oh God, don't talk to me about bravely default." I don't. Don't do it. I don't want to. <laughs> I couldn't even get through one timeline in Bravely Default before I got bored. <laughs> you think I'm going to get through three? <laughs> Hell no. Okay. Oh, I was fucked up, didn't I? All right. Uh, well, we're about an hour into the show because we're just kind of shooting the shit about random topics that we're letting you guys decide. Yeah. We maybe take one or one more 
and then wrap things up so Sly can get back to his monster hunting and I can get back to getting ready for TwitchCon and giving this... Where'd my cat go? <laughs> Never mind. Where'd my cat go? Never mind. I have one less thing to worry about now because he just fucked off somewhere. He was chilling right here and now he's gone. So, uh, yeah. I know it's kind of a very unorthodox show, but sometimes it's nice to just get to... Yeah, it's nice to shoot the shit every now and then. I, I mean, I we like shoot the shit. shit every week, let's be honest. But. I mean, we do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is a really more, like, a, like this is one of our biggest shoot the shit shows because we don't have anything and, you know. We're... I wonder when our shoot the shit, because we did do a random shoot the shit show, like, years ago. When we didn't have a, a major topic to discuss, because you mean what are what else are we playing besides? No, no, no. We legitimately had one where for the whole hour we literally just did this. We did it. It was like an hour to an hour yeah, fifty. You're right. You're right. I remember that. Yes. Did you say I'm white? It's an observation. Yeah, but I said you're right. God no, you didn't say that the first right. time. I heard that. <laughs> you're right, though. It's an observation. All right. Oh man. All right, so there's two here. They're both interesting. Well, the jobs one we've kind of beaten to death over recent weeks. Um, but I'm going to go with what are your expectations for this expansion's relic? Sly. <laughs> Sly, what is, what, what's that face for, Sly? Happens every fucking time. Why? What's up? <laughs> We're 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 never fucking happy. I'm always like, happy. We're never fucking happy. Yeah, please don't the fuck first, me. The first run of the relic, or whatever first patch of the relic, is a test run that goes horribly wrong. The first two usually. The, the second one, you know. It's probably worse than the first in the case of the last relic. Not with the animal weapon. It wasn't the worst. The first. Actually, I guess that depends. Are you talking about the first two patches worth of it? Or are you talking about the first two yeah, steps? First two patches worth. Okay, because the second steps. step of the animal was terrible, but the second patch of the animal was wasn't very hard. <sighs> the second the second one, the second uh yeah, I guess that's true. There was it was sands. No, the fucking step that the, the second anima step in 3.15 after you collected the crystals was easily the worst. <sighs> Okay, I can give you that a little bit. All right. I can give you that a little bit. But yeah, like, you can introduce a new relic. Say, you're doing this, and it sounds good on paper, but once we get it in our hands, it always fails. Or it comes, like, it. it's not widely accepted. Be the proper phrasing. So I feel like to me, whatever they do with the relic doesn't matter because it's gonna it, it's gonna get tested out in the first step or second first and second step, and they'll use all that time to correct it in the in the third and forward steps. So to me, whatever they do with the relic doesn't matter because it's not gonna be accepted when it gets implemented. I think that's kind of reflected in their statement because they saw, they were like, oh, we did for the 2.0 and 3.0 relic. Like, oh, we just did the same thing. We didn't want to do the same thing again. And then we, so we did Eureka and they were like, oh, but now there are people that want the old version back, but there's also people that want this for this, like this kind of version. Now we don't know what the fuck to mm -hmm. do. 
And so maybe they do a mix of both. Maybe it's all lean towards an exploration zone. Maybe it's entirely like the old one was. I kind of like the idea of a mix of both. I hope it's the direction that they go. Because I really, really enjoy logging in and almost everyone around you having at least a weapon they want to work on. And you literally just make a few roulettes, maybe run a few 24 mans, maybe run a, maybe run some maps, and somebody's making progress one way or another. And everyone just kind of wants to do anything so, and everything that just isn't the so same what you, over again. Okay, so what you want is, one, a mix of, you know, an excuse to utilize old content. Yes. But, but something new as well, something that kind of, like, that, so you want something that uses both something new like pushing eureka with with old content so giving you options basically you i like options yeah you want options okay i think the big thing is whatever the next exploration zone is i want it to stand on its own two feet without a relic grind being the only thing that gets you in there and i think paul dicean arsenal and elemental gear and stuff kind of showed a way to do that but it requires a lot more time and effort, and I question whether or not they would do that. Because I'm not going to lie. Having a relic little... is time and effort. So you can't really... Well, certainly time. <laughs> okay. I, my brain goes completely to zero that. during relic grind, so that's not effort. If my brain right. is on zero, there's no effort involved. That's just that's just mm-hmm. time, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> right. Uh but it's like, I, I looked at, I remember borking towards gear to make Baldessian Arsenal easier. And that little oh. side grade that was exclusive to Eureka, while still technically being functional out in the open world, was a welcome addition to Eureka overall. The collection of the, mm-hmm. uh, of the actions as well went fairly well in their discovery process, the crafting process. The, yeah, it, I, I felt like all of that worked in the last two zones. But... I also don't want to just not have a relic in there. I feel like they kind of would at least want portions of it to be in there, whether it be to right. defeat a specific boss at a specific point or collect items from in there while also needing to do the old stuff. Maybe like, like let's say it was 500 crystals in Eureka and like five boss items. Instead, like they get like a hundred crystals and like three boss items. And then also some item from like farming some stuff on the outside. I just don't, I just don't want it to be all in one place. The, the worst part about Eureka was being segmented away from the rest of the game. It wasn't something you could work on and go do other things. Like I couldn't go to Eureka and then queue for roulettes, for example. Like it was, I was committing a hundred percent to that and only that. Now see, like going that back to uh, Baldustian Arsenal, what I would want. Because, you know, general NMs are just like um, fates to me. Yeah. And and um, again, there was a particular NM that affected something within Baldestine Arsenal. He sure did. <laughs> yep. That motherfucker. Don't do that again. Don't do that again. I was I was okay with that, but they I no they they, they could because... they they did they did some stuff wrong. Uh, my my feedback for that was that when people help with the support fate, they should be getting fragments for Eureka. Yeah, I agree. But to have to have something within another piece of content dependent on people, 
You already know about people. Oh man, those people. <laughs> that people debuff. Like to have it, yeah, exactly. To have it dependent on like an outside source. I don't know. That's asking. You're really asking. I think it's just you have you have to incentivize it correctly, and it just wasn't. Because what happened was you have all the people inside be like, hey, there's eight portals that are gonna spawn from that. Don't touch them. Meaning, don't ever you come to Eureka. To, don't get any Eureka fragments. You don't have to use a Mr. Happy macro to incentivize them. No, we didn't. We didn't need to do that. We didn't need that. Nobody needed that. It's fine. We don't need to talk about it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, no, no. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. So, yeah. You're going to okay. act like that didn't exist. It didn't exist. Never happened. Uh, okay. But, the yeah. So, the biggest problem was that you'd, you'd have all the people inside be like, Oh, if you take the portal from the support fate, you're griefing. We're just going to let you die. Yeah. Why exactly. the fuck would anyone want to help you with that? Like, it's because they, by helping with the support fate, you've literally done nothing for your own Baldessian Arsenal progress. You you haven't learned anything about it. You're not, like, most people won't let you go inside fairly. There's all sorts of problems with it. I think just it rewarding Eureka fragments would have been enough. Yeah. It was, like, it was implemented, I wouldn't say incorrectly, but yeah, I, I agree. They didn't give you enough incentive to want to help people and to not feel like someone who actually wanted to go in, who could go in, was sniping. Like, it was just a nature. It, to me, it was just a nature of of the Baldessian arsenal. And yeah, it was called a public dungeon, and it was by no it means was a public. public dungeon. Yeah, exactly. So it was the nature of it. And yeah, like the implementation is horrible, but I agree with your sentiment. Just give more incentive, more incentives to allow people who can go in to go in and learn with you instead of just, hey, you know, this is safe for people that are actually in the fucking discord. So if you go in, we're just going to fucking we're just going to fucking shirk you. Well, that's why I want smaller public dungeons on top of the larger one, because if you could just shout for like a four to eight player public dungeon and there's like an entry point where the group that actually kills the the monster, like they, they, they enter, it locks off just for those eight people and then they kill it and then they move on. They're, they're entered. But you have like several of those scattered about. Those are actually public. People go in and they make their they shout for their groups and they they form them inside and then go in. And like that's for me is way better than the massive 56 player one, but I also want one of the massive ones because it was one of the most fun experiences I've had with my right. FC and friends in regards to just working together and trying to get that shit done. It was great. It was a, it was a, it was an awesome experience that, you know, I, I, I'm upset people may not get as authentic an experience like that, depending on what they do in the future. Right. So I, uh, but it, all, all said and done, this was about the relic and I don't, I don't want the relic to have anything to do with the arsenal. I just want, public dungeons and your and 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 the the content that it is to stand on its own without sticking a relic in there without the relic being the thing that that holds the glue together because there was no because that's the only reason you went into eureka you didn't go into eureka for fucking any other reason unless you were like me and you made was, tens of millions of gil off logograms exactly but that yeah you you had plenty of incentive to go into eureka you you had the relic i mean you personally didn't need it so you were just no. Were I didn't need the fucking. Content. I actually straight up had no real reason to do Eureka, but yeah, I chose. You were just to do doing it for content. But you it. still had incentive because you made money off of it. So there was still incentive there. 
Bro, making money is easy. People freak out about it. It's so easy. Just sell stuff, man. Forehead. Yeah, sell stuff. Just like get yeah. items and sell them, forehead. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's how, that's how I made all my money. That's what I, that's what I did in Eureka. That's what I do with maps. It's, it's just, that's it. Mm-hmm. You get items and sell them. That's it. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, and then you just descend. <laughs> <laughs> Gotti. Oh Come on, boy. Son. Come on, son. <laughs> Why you gotta do? Why you gotta do it like that? Ah. Speaking of which, last talking point before we wrap things up for the short show this week. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> potion. God damn it. Potion. All right. Potion. Uh, <laughs> when the fuck is our next live one? <laughs> They haven't made. I was really surprised we didn't have a fucking day on it. It's literally got to be the nineteenth or like the yeah, or like that's the ninth or the twelfth. Or the twelfth. It's got to be the twelfth or the nineteenth. I don't. But they haven't told us which one. Nineteenth. I'm going down for nineteenth because I'm thinking the patch is the 29th. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Nineteenth yeah, or the twentieth. You know that that evening slash morning. Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder why they didn't say anything normally they say when the next one's going to be so i was just really surprised we do know they're super busy though they did say they didn't do the 14 hour broadcast because they were going to be crazy busy between preparing for 5.1 tokyo game show pax west and uh do you think they revisit it or they just completely scrapped it for the year i i think i don't think they do it again i think next year is going to be the same thing i don't think they're going to do it again i think we i think the 14 hour broadcast idea is come and gone because next year, guess what's going to be happening? PAX West, uh, Gamescom, and Tokyo Game Show. They're all back-to-back every year. Mm-hmm. So I think the 14-hour broadcast, but the tales, which they're going to get, and that's all that matters to me. Listen, I love Takai torturing himself by grinding for 10 hours straight. But other than that, I can't really enjoy the 14-hour broadcast, so it's really hard for me to want it back. Because there's the, again, it goes back to like the Yokotara interview when we talked about it last week. Is it's uh, it's, it's hard, hard. Yeah, it's just the language barrier. It's, it's hard for me to want something that has such a has such a barrier when I could just wait for the formal stuff that we already have. Right. Yeah, and next year they'll be preparing for Fan Fest too. Now, if they cancel Fan Fest, then we're fucked. <laughs> if they go, no, we don't have time for that. I'll be like. Now, see, now you done fucked up. All right. Now you done fucked up. That's, that's our not, excuse. That ain't going to happen, but you know. That's our excuse for tequila to win money. Yeah, you, you fucked up. Man. <laughs> I want to win money. <laughs> you did. Shut up. I didn't. I won it, and then you gamble the winning so you can hang out the whole weekend. But if I win at FanFest, I don't need to keep going because I'm, I'm at the convention. It's different than a vacation in Vegas where I'm still in need of entertaining myself. I can't be like, well, guess I'm done. I'm going to just go sit in my hotel room and, and sit on this fucking, this fucking ticket that I'll cash out on the last day. Sure do love Netflix while I'm in Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to be doing Netflix when I'm in San Diego. I I'm going to be getting my fucking haircut and a beard trim. That's all I'm going to be doing. Netflix in Vegas. 
Yeah. That sounds like a venereal disease. Put that hell? on a shirt. <laughs> put that on a shirt. Netflix in Vegas. Yeah, put my quote on the back. That's a venereal disease waiting to happen. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right, with that one, Sly, I know you want to get back to your monster hunting, and I need to I'm go find chilling. my pet. You're just chilling? Yeah, just, I mean, that's I what don't... we're doing, but we don't need to chill for two hours straight, Sly. I'm I think just most people agree that we don't need to, this show does not need to be a two-hour show. It's about one, one hour, one hour, 15, we're at one Yeah, we kind of, I'm kind of proud that we stretched it out to damn near an hour and a half. Yeah, I'm proud. Sly, we like talking about show? 14. It's a, it's a solid reminder that when 14's in a lull, doesn't mean we don't love it. It just means we're the average consumer who just wants to play another game that just came out. We didn't quit. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) There's a lot of shit I want to play. I didn't quit. God damn. Hassan, did you quit 14? Yep. Are you a monster? That's it? You're monster hunter only now, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, quit for Monster Hunter, man. That's it. And I gotta get the MR. Yeah, I quit, and I quit for Borderlands, right? That's how it works. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Chat. We. <laughs> <laughs> See, now no, that you said uh, that, though, everyone's gonna say it to you. You've done this to right. yourself. The comments. The comments are gonna be tremendous on this. No, nope. the, com- the comments are gonna be like, "Man, such a shame that they quit Final Fantasy 14, and this is the last show." Guess we'll never no, see it I, again. It was a good run. <laughs> Just copy paste you know that and comment it like all over the place and then wait till they get to the end of the show and then they'll understand. Yeah, I didn't I didn't quit for Monster Hunter. I quit for I quit for Gotcha. I quit for Azure Lane. Let's fucking go. I need my boat wifers. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, it's either boat waifus or dick chariots. Well, you were one or the other as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the quick look damn it there you go all right so with that ladies and gentlemen we're going to wrap up the show but before we do our sign-offs you know the usual we have our sponsor for the show steel series who does a free giveaway every month you go to the youtube the youtube description of the video and click the link there there will be a gleam link where you can enter i've been using steel series products for years i've been sponsored by them for years and I'm having a good time thinking about changing my Apex M750 up for an Apex Pro because it looks a little bit more comfortable on my wrists. And that's where I stand right now. Also, because I spilled coffee on this the other day and I could probably use a new one because it's covered in Aloha's hair anyway. Wow. Yeah, you know, I took every key off, cleaned it, and it's still it's still really hairy. <laughs> it's a lot of Aloha <laughs> hair does. in this. Yeah, yeah, he does tend to like hop up on there and just. He walk. sure fucking like I have like one of these. I got this little like pen cleaner. You like scrape it off under the thing, and then you can brush up yeah. the little dust right here. It's literally what this fucking no work. The coffee did a better job of cleaning it out there instead of the fucking thing that I actually use it for. Uh, but with that, don't spill coffee on your Apex M750. It'll go much farther <laughs> than mine than mine did. It's, now it's just a little, just a little, a little crunchy sometimes when I press when I when I press my enter key. As far as I'm concerned, it's high on caffeine. But be sure to enter that. And also, of course, we got to thank our patrons who have been supporting State of the Realm on Mondays with Mr. Happy a lot over the past several months, years, and of course, their names have been going in top right. And for some reason, so one is a, a, a fun fact about that the little scrolling list in the top right. 
before the stream i fixed it so it didn't overlap with the chat look it's fucking overlapping with the chat every every week i actually fix it i do this what stream's gonna actually see right here i do that every every time i change the scene i have to do that or it goes back to looking the other way and i have no explanation for it and it blows my mind and i'm gonna lose my shit if it keeps happening <laughs> calm down Habs. Usa. Usa. hey it's okay i gotta get the, the ear ear stuff thank you to them and of course we have our patrons of darkness we've got kuja cross on Genova and kernai oni who both provide us with image. Kuja gave us a different piece of art this week, a different one, no longer the Maple Story esque chibi appearance. And uh, I don't, I don't really know how to describe this artistically, but it looks good. <laughs> it looks good. I like it. So that's Kuja Cross from Genova, and of course the same picture last week for Kerr and I, where he's standing next to Sly because we found the Sly picture, and he hasn't given me a new one in ages. But shit, Sly, because because of you, give him a new like, one. Kerr and I, what the fuck? <laughs> he's gonna get a new one with you you understand that right he's gonna find you in monster hunter and like take a picture with you there and then use it for state of the realm you're gonna use that for state of the realm really i'm telling you he's gonna do you okay uh, all honesty do you think he wouldn't yeah yeah point well made yeah that's what i thought Fuck. all right and with that, we are going to call that a wrap for this week's episode of Stay of the Realm. Thanks for joining us for a show about nothing next week. I have no fucking idea just yet. I'm still thinking about TwitchCon. And on top of that, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> so we'll see if that even uh, comes to fruition. Because while we've decided to do a show this week, I don't think we're going to do the same type of show two weeks in a row. So we'll just have to wait and fucking see. Sly, we already <laughs> talked about all the things we're working on. But why don't you tell them what you've got going on while you're waiting for patch 5.1 over there. <laughs> Hit them with the deets. Well, again, you can find me at twitch.tv slash sly, aka, aka Gray Fox. God damn, can't speak. English. Words. San Fran, Fran, San, San Jose, San Fran. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Twitter at Sly the Fox, YouTube.com slash the Velvet Room. Oh, yeah. I just finished I the Somnium Files. It is a tremendous game. If you have not played Zero Escape, play Zero Escape. But if not, that's fine. It's just some of Uchikoshi's early work and like, vintage Uchikochi and it's really good but still I was so good um I definitely recommend it uh what am I doing now in mean, TwitchCon obviously again if you see us say hi I'll probably offer you alcohol I don't know about Mike but I'll offer you alcohol if you're of age um Code Vein once I get back which is gonna feel really shitty because everybody's played it Sly go here look for this um, of course, um, near Automata because I need to play near Automata, and you know it's October, so Halloween. So Sly Jennifer will be returning for Halloween, so please look forward to that. Hi, and yeah, that's pretty much all I got going on. Uh, that's pretty much it. Hell Satan, Apps, where can they find you? Not in hell yet, apparently. With this, despite the Satan on the show, find me, Mr. Happy One Two Two Seven, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And uh, I've just been logging into fourteen once or twice a week for the past several weeks, just because there's been other games between Final Fantasy VIII Remastered and Borderlands Three. Indivisible comes out October eighth. That'll probably be the next title I pick up, other than Borderlands Three, and that is going to be a game that is made by the people who made Skullgirls. And the intro cinematic for it, the animation, was done by 
uh, it's done by the uh, Trigger Animated Studio, or Studio Trigger, as I think the official Twitter was called, which uh, I'm not an anime person, so I don't have much in reference point, but I think uh, you would know. They did. They did Gurren uh, Lagann. They did Promare, the new um, the new movie that came out. Uh, Kill a Kill. Kill a Kill. Yeah. That was the one everyone kept referencing when we were watching the thing in the chat. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what they've done. I don't keep up with all that. But it was really good. So I'm looking forward to it a, a lot, you know, because it's an RPG. It's a, it's a, it's a, a platforming RPG with a very Valkyria profile style combat where you have to stop your attacks mm-hmm. midway through while you're after your ATB gauge is done and block oncoming attacks. It's, uh, it's cool as shit, and I've wanted it for the last two years, and I can't wait for it. Oh, that and Code Vein both. Man, too bad those come out within a week of each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, that's always the thing. But in the meantime, I'll probably just be grinding up Guardian ranks and working on new builds in Borderlands, because I am Guardian rank 148, and I have no shines of slowing down, because I'm a sicko. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say, because I've been playing Borderlands 3 way too i'm almost done with my amara build sly and man do i wish they would buff the melee build because you have to go you have to go the elemental that, that's probably your best bet i mean yeah i have to but i don't want to sly listen let's let before we end the show let's listen to this shit right here all right this is how i've been okay. going. Right. i've got and somebody actually gave me the items i've been hunting for for the past five days today like i traded them for items that i needed i got a roided rough rider which has no shield but gives me 80% more melee damage, 25% damage reduction, 39 or 33% max health. I got a perfect, perfect melee build. Yeah, I got a perfect roll, uh, rope a dope solitary breaker, which gives 100% melee damage, 29% damage reduction, and it rolled 50% melee damage, which is the maximum roll on that. I've got plus 60% on the weapon, plus 200% on phase slam. I've got, uh, there's one other thing that I have, and I have 75% melee lifesteal my build can only get a little bit better and i have to punch way too many times for shit to die all right and i'm gonna bring that character into your co-op gameplay when we fucking finish it so much for variety and everything god damn it no i'm not good that's not the op character i've been bringing the op character into yours I'd rather have the OP character. No, you don't. Trust right. me. You haven't gotten to see a boss in like five hours of our game, of our co-op game, Sly. I've killed them all in two seconds. I'm bringing the less OP character in. All right. Okay. And with that, we'll continue that discussion into our short post show. So thank you for joining us, everyone, this week. We will see you maybe next week after TwitchCon. And if you're going to TwitchCon, say hi to us. We'll see you then. Until then, take care. See you next week. <laughs>